0: To politics in the world, there's a swaying to and fro. There's a new left-wing and right-wing, it seems. And we've just had the announcements only last week of the election of a right-wing government in Italy, with the new Prime Minister, Giorgia Maloney, having won the election She will be the country's first woman prime minister, one day, but also her party has roots in in fascism of the past, which is often regarded as right wing. These days people refer to fascism, fascism as right wing. I find that a bit strange because fascism i thought was a sort of like a, a cousin of communism so very left-wing yes. just to give a very simple change that would be within communism you would expect the government to own industry yes. state ownership of the means of production government would own industry in fascism you would expect private citizens to own the industry but they'd be told what to do with it by the government so the government mm-hmm tells you what to do the government is in charge of industry but it's privately owned but in communism it's actually owned by the government that's both left-wing policy yes and so it it just seems a bit odd what people tend to mean by fascism being right-wing they don't mean right-wing they mean authoritarian
1: yes absolutely
0: yeah and authoritarian (laughs) yes i can see that fascism was be authoritarian but is that right-wing most people think of right-wing let me say i think of right-wing I know that it stems from position of people sat in Parliament in Paris uh, during the, the time of the Revolution and stuff. So it comes from a particular place. But generally it's thought of as uh, conservatives, so trying to uh, conserve the main institutions. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yes. Yeah. They try and preserve the traditional institution and preserve the status of the country, but within that there's freedom. So you would have strong police, strong enforcement of, for example, contracts and this sort of thing, strong law, and then strong borders and protection of the borders. So a strong army that would be right wing. A uh, left wing would be well, state controls how um, the uh, how the economy runs. State controls everything. State controls, yeah, yeah. It ends up with state controlling everything. So there's not an emphasis on keeping the current institutions and uh, and given keeping them strong it's rather they're replaced by just running everything through the state so it's, it's a very different attitude but now our right wing seems to be people i don't like
1: yes <laughs> people you don't like
0: no no people that the critics don't like and these days i see right wing as a compliment
1: yes i do too i must admit in this last week, we've had the Labour Party conference, and to hear them talk, you'd think that there's no point in having any ambition or entrepreneurship or thinking for oneself, everything has to be level. You do it exactly as your neighbour does.
0: I understand where you're coming from there, but You're, you're contrasting, I believe, the sort of socialist worldview of the of the Labour Party, where it's like um, everyone has to be equal, there has to be equality of outcome, whereas mm. a right-wing approach would be equality of opportunity, and then you expect there to be different results, because different mm-hmm. people have different qualities about them, of different abilities.
1: Yes. Absolutely, because everybody is different. You cannot make everybody exactly the same. And God never intended it that way.
0: Yeah, I think that's the important. For me, I would say I don't have that much money because I'm terrible at making money. You know, I don't don't blame people for it. I'm just terrible with money, so I never have very much. But other people are brilliant at it and have lots of money. Great. Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be an issue. It becomes an issue when you're thinking about policies for the country with taxation, etc. Mm-hmm. If you think it's the state's job to do everything, yes, and that's when you need huge amounts of tax, and then when there are tax cuts, you, well, nobody think of the children or the single mothers? When, yeah, we are thinking of them. The children can be with their families, and um, if you stop interfering, they can actually educate them as well and thinking about single mothers well, if you uh, make it so that mothers don 't need to go don 't need to go to work, then they can uh, spend time with their children and How do you do that well you instead of having state support for having children encouraging single motherhood, you encourage people to get married and to stay together. Uh, These policies are absent these days, and they've become left-wing policies, much to my surprise, where they're a sort of progressive, I would say deviant, deviant from the traditional way of doing things, uh, policies. That's become part of left-wing, so right-wing has become the natural home, this is what I'm building up to asking you from what you just said, bro, it's become the natural home for Christians,
1: Yes, it does seem to be that way. Although I do see a lot of Christians also attaching themselves to the Labour Party, and yes. I'm not quite quite sure why. Yeah, it
0: it, it just seems strange right to me. Yeah, let's take the extreme. You've got a communist, state, a complete communist state. Mm-hmm. That is seen as, uh, if there were a Christian supporting it, I've heard this supported by, by various people. Uh, you know, I don't have someone to quote, but yeah, I'm just going to put this argument now. It could be a straw man argument, maybe this is making it up, but this is what I hear them saying. I hear them saying that uh, Jesus would have approved of communism because he loves everyone. And when we read about, in the book of Acts, the early church being set up, they all pull their resources and everyone is given, ha- as, given, as, they is given as they have need rather than uh, what they've earned. And so, therefore, it must be that this is how Jesus wanted us to live. Well,
1: do you also th- take the parable of the Good Samaritan, mm. for example, that Jesus didn't pass by the poor man on the road who'd been beaten and deprived and his body was broken. He picked him up, took him to the nearest inn and asked the innkeeper to look after him and gave him money to be able to do that.
0: Yes, so okay, that could be like um, social security uh, yes. or, or um, uh, some sort of um, benefit to help him in his time of need. This is the way that it's portrayed. I don't agree with mm. it. I don't think you no, do either. We're I just saying that, uh, that's that's how it's portrayed. Uh?
1: Let's make this straight. I do agree with what Jesus did because oh, Jesus yeah. is always right. He does things from the right motive, but in supporting everybody who is poor and needy, you have to ask, why are they poor and yes. needy?
0: yeah, true. It's interesting that uh, there is something missing. It's like a, a deception in that interpretation of, of Christianity. So before we take it any further, I just want to m- remind listeners, uh, just get in touch with the show, leave a comment below the show. If you go to berylandpete.com, then you will find uh, you can make leave a comment uh, under the show's a place. To leave comments. You do need to subscribe to, uh, to leave comments, but apart from that, oh, it's just pretty straightforward. Just leave a comment, berylandpete.com, or you can get in touch with the show via the station flameccr at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so just going back to this reading of the Bible as being almost like a communist manifesto. We're reflecting here on the fact that uh, it looks like there's a rise in right-wing politics, which is seen as a bad thing, but we mm-hmm. actually regard it as a good thing <laughs> on the show. So are they mistaken? You know, is it, in fact, as we believe, that Christians' natural home is in the right-wing? Well, yeah, I still stand by that. Uh, I'll just take one of them, all. I would say in the New Testament, it's in the church in Jerusalem. The believers sold all their possessions And shared them. This is from Acts chapter 4, verse 32. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. It goes on to talk about what they got up to with um, uh, miracles and stuff. But it's highlighted how it was done later, Mm. because a man named Ananias, wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property and then kept back part of the money. Yes. And they brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet and they're confronted, saying, you didn't have to do this. This is Peter, and it says specifically, you have lied to the Holy Spirit. Then presumably, Peter is saying, he's speaking, you know, the Holy Spirit, he's giving him words to say, uh, he's responding to them lying to the Holy Spirit. About the money for, that you received for the land, didn't the land belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? Mm-hmm. It wasn't that they hadn't given them all the money, It was the fact that they pretended that they had given all the money.
1: Yes. Uh, That was a lie and a hypocrisy. It it was
0: the lying that was the wrong. It was deception. The name Satan means deception. They were deceiving. They didn't need to do that. And they, of course, dropped down dead. Uh, Peter didn't touch them. They just dropped down dead. Out of shame? Was it the Holy Spirit? That's a of outside of our discussion here. The point is that it was all voluntary. Yes. That's not communism. That's not socialism where tax is taken from you. If you don't pay your taxes, you get sent to prison. Yes. If I were to refuse to, tarot, then if I to go to prison, they would come and get me, forcibly. So the money is taken under threat of violence mm. from me, uh, from all taxpayers. This was voluntary, though. Yes. And so it's not communism at all. It's the exact opposite. It's the right-wing view that giving we should love and care for people, but it should be by private charities. Yes. And the other example, what would you say about the other example you gave? The Good Samaritan.
1: Yes. What Jesus did, I think, was right. He Nobody could condemn the good Samaritan yeah, for yeah. doing what he did. Yes. Because that was right and that was good. And that was his choice. He could have passed by on the other side.
0: Yeah, he could. It's just interesting that, uh, that of course, the religious people didn't. They, they passed by, but he didn't. He stopped and helped. Now, mm. when he, he stopped and helped, there's also another feature of him. He's quite rich, isn't he, the Samaritan? Yes. He's got money to spare. Yes, in the King James version, I think he gives a penny
1: <laughs> to yes. the
0: innkeeper. Uh, times have changed; there's been inflation. That's not worth as much <laughs> anymore. But he gives some money, and he's got means of transport. So, what is this? Is an example of a generous rich person. So, it's almost like uh, telling you about the importance of um, uh, of this idea of giving it entails you having the means to give, yes. which is of course God blessing you by god blessing you through your enterprise and work it also says in the bible that a worker deserves his wages yes now all that to me says that the bible is teaching against left-wing policies and rather in favor of a, a capitalist approach. You you own your own money. Didn't this property belong to you before you sold it? Yes, yes, yes it did. So it's it's individual private property rights mm-hmm. and enterprise uh, that here just in the passages we talked about being promoted in the Bible. It's yes. like a, a right-wing capitalist free market economy.
1: Yes. I've found that Christians they're not always rich, but they're always provided for through their own enterprise if you like their values give them the ability to earn money and to be wise and to do the wise thing rather than being than spending all their money and then expecting other people to support them
0: interesting yes Norman, what do you think i like the parable
1: of the talents that encourages enterprise And has the very strange thing that the one who had one thing and carefully preserved it and so on had it actually taken away from him and given to the man who was the entrepreneur who went and did and earned more and so on. And that sort of strikes me as being something that perhaps we could go and tell those people over in Liverpool at the Labour Party conference.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll pop over there later. But the uh, <laughs> the thing about uh, that is that particular parable is that it's often um, seen as just being spiritual. But you could apply it directly, couldn't you? you should use the wealth you'd have and invest it one phrase that uh, i find irritating is people say well this uh, trickle-down economics doesn't work and that by trickle-down economics they mean something like you allow the rich people to be rich and their wealth trickles down to you no one on the right or no one supporting for example tax cuts calls it trickle-down economics It's a name that seems to be used by the opponents of such things. It's not that it trickles down. It's that if you can earn more, it's aspirational for you to get there if rather than that your money's going to be taken off from you you're not going to be motivated to get this higher job i think though uh, my personal thing is it's, it's like the idea of the the worker deserves the wages or you, that you should use what you've got and invest it uh, as in the bible passage Norman was talking about it's just fair and right that it's done if everyone was charged 10% tax it's just uh, this i i've mentioned this because in a presidential election One of the candidates was suggesting that, that everyone is just charged 10%. That is actually fair, because it's a percentage. So people getting a higher amount get more money. It's just extraordinary to me that people think that you have to increase the percentage when he gets a higher salary. And that's fair. It's the opposite of fair, isn't it?
1: I would have said
0: so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have to pay until next April, you do over hundred and fifty thousand pounds a year in this country uh, to pay forty five percent tax. Obviously, just on the money over that amount, you don't pay forty five percent on everything. But that reduces the encouragement for you paying more. But um, the greater problem is it encourages you to find loopholes <laughs> and then not yes. pay the tax. <laughs> Whereas if you just got everyone to pay fifteen percent, you might you know pick a different percentage, there would be the incentive to just pay it and then everyone knows it there's there's no loopholes because everyone Mm -hmm. pays it so i don't get this trying to tax the rich out of the money that they've earned
1: no having been a tax officer
0: oh yes yes well there you can give your insight Uh, into it
1: i think there could be slightly more wisdom than having reduced the lowest rate of tax from 20p in the pound to 19p in the pound <laughs> because it's just difficult to work out
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> but leave it at 20 because that's a fifth yes. may, yeah. Yeah. there is something that I'm making it simple and straightforward and honest it, it, that's good so when we're talking to a christian way of running things we're thinking yeah, yeah the, the right wing or the um, view of free market enterprise and honesty is important but also you need to be straightforward and clear it can't be that you can't understand how much tax you have to pay Pay, which I don't, with my, you know, filling in tax returns, yes. which I have to do in my job, is just so irritating.
1: Mm. Although I, I have not to clear. say that um, Kwasi Quateng has appealed. For the tax code to be simpler
0: well, uh, well and i he, think that's wise While well, he's in a position to put in some changes let's hope yeah. so so just in summary the people are talking about a rise in right-wing politics we th- don't think that's necessarily a bad idea but i want to close with one element of it that we haven't covered and yet people think is part of it when they think of right-wing politics they tend to also think of what they would regard as racist attitudes Control of the borders. So you're right wing and racist, that seems to go together. Now, just going back to my previous point that th- fascism, so the Nazis were left wing, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who uh, exterminated the Jews and other people. Uh, For example, the Slavs, they would see Russians as Slavs. But right-wing and racism doesn't go together, particularly if you talk about the free market right-wing policies that we've been talking about, because not only does race not come into it, who you are at all doesn't come into it. You're just free to take part in the economy.
1: Yes, I do notice that this new Tory government does seem to have quite a number of, let's say, members of ethnic minorities in it. Which is good
0: Yeah, I mean if they're the best people for the job They should get the job I
1: noticed that Kwasi Kwarteng himself Went to Eton and went to good universities
0: Yeah, so how do you class him If you're into this uh, identity politics He's black, so that means he's from a minority But he's, as you say, been to all the right universities So he comes from the elite So it must be difficult for people Who think in terms of identity politics Because where do you place him?
1: yes Hmm. exactly
0: so far he's articulated himself well he's put forward a high risk mini budget as he called it not actually a budget but of course it wasn't actually a budget in that they didn't do the normal analysis of the effects of his policies Hmm. (laughs) so it's a high risk thing to do but on the other hand, it's a crisis situation we're in, so maybe he was right. Let's see how he does. But you're right to point out, that what we've got there is we've got the diversity that's often talked about. Certainly uh, so have. It's more difficult to accuse this government, which has put into place some right-wing economic policies. It's difficult to accuse them of racism, though, isn't it?
1: Yes, definitely. I hope they do well.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. And I hope
1: that their fiscal responsibilities work out
0: Yes, we hope and pray that they're going to be successful. This is happening around the world that some more right-wing governments look like they're going to be put into place. In America, it's looking like Donald Trump or uh, someone, how do you refer to them, someone Trumpy? <laughs> if not him himself, will get... Populist. Yeah, we'll be in place uh, after, maybe it maybe be Ron DeSantis, currently the governor of Florida. And uh, across Western world, there's been a rise of the right-wing, or as we would put it, sensible governments looking like they're going to take over so maybe looking forward the carolean age the age of which king charles is the king of the uk perhaps that age is going to be one in which we change the way the countries are run for the better pray that it is so